Listener supported. WNYC Studios. Push too far. From NewSounds.org and the studios of WNYC here in New York, this is Soundcheck, our series of live performances and interviews. I'm John Schaefer. Steve Gunn is a guitarist, singer, and songwriter. And I put those things in that order because that's kind of the way his career has gone. Beginning as an ace solo guitar slinger, he has developed over the past decade into a fine singer and songwriter, as demonstrated on his last LP called Other You. That came out last year. Earlier this year, he put out an EP called Nakama, which is a collaborative collection of reworkings of some of those earlier songs. And collaboration is a big part of what Steve Gunn does these days. Still, he's happy enough to pick up the guitar and do a solo set for us. And that's what you're about to hear. Beginning with a piece called Fulton, here is Steve Gunn.
called Fulton, live performance by Steve Gunn, solo with his guitar and uh, his little rack of effects. And Steve, it's been a while since you were last here. Great to see you again. Great to see you too. Thanks for having me. So, uh, you know, that is such, uh, I was going to say it's such a New York song, but like, like many songs that that have a certain truth to them they're they're also kind of universal but it's a new york song for a couple of reasons the the air went dead on 1010 winds (laughs) (laughs) i'm so glad you you noticed that (laughs) it's one of my favorite lines in uh, in and and outside of new york people are not going to know what the hell that means yeah right Uh, 1010 Wins is the one of the big, you, know, you give us 24 minutes, we'll give you the world, is their slogan. And de- for decades, for generations, mm-hmm. they've been where New Yorkers tuned in on the radio for like the traffic and the weather and yeah. just a quick hit. Mm-hmm. Um, so the, the image that I get from this song, and I don't know if it's just because of that one line, the image of this constant in our lives going off the air, mm-hmm. is of like New York after a major snowstorm, you know? Yeah. where everything is the city seems muffled and dampened when when did you actually write Fulton I wrote it um gosh probably tell me in the middle of the summer <laughs> it, no it was in the winter and it was a time I'm I'm obs- I obsessively listen to news radio and I, I, I when I grew up in Philadelphia I listened to their local station and I've been listening 1010 wins forever it's sort of this almost like a love-hate kind of relationship with the content, you know, it's a yeah. little, it's very, it's very character-driven in my mind as well. You know, some of the, the, the announcers and the guests and stuff, it's it's pretty funny. And um, this, I had it on one night, it was in the winter, and it was a time when radio was transitioned into, in the very beginning, where people were trying to broadcast from home. Mm. And I noticed that 1010 Winds was doing that. Um, there's a woman who uh, would, does the traffic and her dogs. I could hear her dogs barking. <laughs> <laughs> and it became a kind of ongoing joke on the station, too. They, they started bringing it up, which I thought was really funny. Yeah. Um, and then one night I was, it was kind of late and I had it on. And uh, it shut off. And I had never heard dead air uh, on that station before. So it was interesting. I was thinking about this constant and having it sort of pulled for a moment and was sort of this really interesting moment with yeah. that station. Yeah. Uh, it, it's interesting you mentioned, like, you know, it, the character. Like, it, these, a, a lot of these songs are like character studies. I mean, they are, yeah. they're... And, and that, you know, for, for a guy who started with instrumental music and then in... in 2014, you know, way out weather was kind of a seemed a signpost for you mm-hmm. beginning to, but 
But those early songs, they were more ob- observational, if that's a word. True, yeah. And and now they are like, there's people in them, you know? There's right. there's first person true. Yeah. stuff happening That's there. true, yeah. I think it took a, a while for me to become a little more introspective and to give that up a little more. I still am fascinated by writing songs about, you know, that are character-driven, um, but I think particularly this album, Other You, was, was very introspective, and it's a, a lot of the content is about, you know, myself. Right. So for a, a personal album like that, what was it like to then convene a whole bunch of musical characters from literally different corners of the music world and mm. have them reconfigure and rework those songs? That, to me, that was one of the most rewarding projects I've worked on. Um, I've done a lot of collaborative work over the years, whether it's improvisational stuff or, or co-songwriting and stuff like that, but it's really interesting to have songs that were already done and to reinterpret them. It was a really rewarding process. So far into the night The, the cast includes, you know, everyone from David Moore, the composer-keyboardist who records as Bing and Ruth, to members of Mudu Mokhtar, mm-hmm. uh, the, the, the Tuareg guitarist from Niger. He had some of his musicians mm-hmm. helping out on a version of Protection. And, and some of the other people who you've collaborated with just in the, the, the last LP, you know, uh, Juliana Barwick, the singer, Mary Lattimore, with whom you co-wrote one of the songs, mm-hmm. the, the harpist. Mm-hmm. Um, these are people who like to work in between genres, you know, who, don't, who aren't like bound by the, the boxes we like to put music yeah. into. Mm-hmm. And that, that seems to be something that has appealed to you. Very much, yeah, that's, that's a very good way of putting it, was I think another sort of satisfying aspect of this was the fact that I have a lot of peers who are working in different genres. And I'd like to consider myself genreless, in, in, you know, in, in theory, where I, you know, I kind of, I do a lot of different styles and try different things, and I like to experiment quite a bit, so. But also I like structure, too. Right. Um, so it was interesting to have a structured, a group of songs that are fairly structured and then kind of give it, give, give it over to them and, and see how they came back. It was really interesting. Yeah. And, and just, you know, in terms of this genreless idea, which has been such a part and parcel of the new sounds thing mm, yeah. over the many years that we've done this, th- it, it isn't that you ignore differences between genres. It's that when you look, you find so many similarities between them. Mm-hmm. I mean, just in your own music, you know, mm-hmm. the, the American primitive fingerstyle guitar, you know, John Fahey, that music had a very strong implied drone. But I know you're also a big fan of Lamont Young, the avant-garde classical composer, the godfather of minimalism, Mm -hmm. whose music is built around very explicit drones.
those are two completely different sonic worlds that yeah. you don't really have to look that hard to find a connection. In. It's true. Yeah, I, I you know, I, it's interesting to be playing for so many years and to make that correlation later and be like, oh gosh, well, I really love, I really fell in love with Indian classical music when I was a late teenager. I was really drawn to that. I, I really loved bluegrass music, um, which also holds a drone through through certain pieces. And I kind of had this affinity for that. And as I'm like a little bit older and I've like listened to so much music and learned more about myself and my own behavior, it all kind of clicks and, and makes more sense now. Steve Gunn is my guest. His most recent EP is Nakama, which is a reworking of some of the songs from his most recent LP called Other You. Uh, this next one, Morning River, is from that LP. And uh, once again, Steve doing a live solo version of some of these songs for us. You wanna, you ready with Morning River? Yep. All right, here we go. Fly 
that's more light than the brightest light. Keeping down what wasn't there, save your called Morning River, live performance in our studio from guitarist Steve Gunn. You'll find a version of that song on the, uh, the latest LP from last year called Other You. Uh, earlier this year, we had the EP called, is it Nakama? Nakama? Nakama. Nakama. Yeah. And what does that mean? It, uh, it's a J- Japanese word, and it, it means companion. Okay. And to me, it, it just makes, that re- it makes so much sense to, to title it. That right. That. For, for someone who works so collaboratively these yeah. days, mm-hmm. how is it to be here <laughs> by yourself, you know, just you and the guitar? It's interesting because it's, you know, I didn't prepare very much. <laughs> you know, I've been playing a lot, a lot lately. I've been doing a lot of different stuff, playing with a lot of different people, right. trying different things. Um, it almost, it feels, I'm sort of reconnecting with myself, you know, yeah. playing these songs and... It's, it feels really nice. How, how much, I'm not even sure how to phrase this question. You do so many different things, composed songs, improvised mm-hmm. music, electric guitar, acoustic guitar. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were lots of open strings there, but I think you were in standard tuning, right? I was, yeah. Yeah, uh, but you do alternate I do. tunings. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, at what point do the decisions that you make before you ever put your fingers on the fretboard, you know, how do they impact what the, do you, do you always know whether it's going to be a composed acoustic piece in alternate tuning or a, you know, something else? I never know. I, I, you know, I do a lot of playing. Um, I love being in a room and just playing a lot. Um, and I'm always just kind of searching whether my brain shut off or it's really focused i kind of record a lot of things that i do and come back to things and have little tidbits you know of ideas and they all just kind of come naturally i mean of course i have my habitual patterns with the guitar you know the kind of thing you you know like even since i was a kid i pick up the guitar and play the same thing (laughs) you know every time it's hard to kind of break those patterns yeah Um, which is why a lot of guitarists use alternate tunings 
Yeah, that that really helped me, particularly with singing. Um, and you know, when I was a youngster, listening to more finger style stuff, and then you know, at the same time, listening to Sonic Youth and reading about Lee Ronaldo uh, and his tunings and Thurston stuff, and 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 it all sort of made so much sense on both on in both worlds. Yeah, and uh, it it really helped me as far as experimenting, and it, it helped me get to a further point. Mm-hmm. As you look at your list of guitar heroes, I mean, you mentioned Thurston Moore, Lee Ronaldo. You actually got to play with Kim Gordon of, of yeah, Sonic I did, Youth, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, the, the Andy Warhol record, right? That's Andy Warhol's right. Kiss. Yeah, we, yeah. A couple of years ago, you and John Trusinski, who've been playing together forever, mm-hmm. did a song called For Eddie Hazel. Yes. is called for Eddie Hazel, referring to the guy who recorded one of the most iconic guitar solos ever Incredible. made. Yeah. Although there are even lots of guitarists who were like, yeah, who was that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, the guy who did the Maggot Brain solo, yeah, uh, the Funkadelic I mean, that's song. That's just one of my favorite pieces of music. You know, I think that there's such a depth to that music and he utilized, you know, using a, a tape delay so well and it's just so soulful and I, you know, I always wonder I, I read stories of how that session happened, you know, and, and and what was going on and you know, I think like George Clinton told Eddie Hazel something like, Play it as if you just found out your mother died. Oh, I have heard that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which, yeah. you know, isn't funny at all, but it it, it you know, it put him in a place, obviously. So Eddie Hazel on your list of guitar heroes, but For I sure. there's yeah. got to be it's got to be a pretty wide pantheon. It's a very very wide pantheon. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. This next song is actually on both the EP right. and yeah. the LP. Mm-hmm. Uh, on the way, uh, originally from from other you, and then on the comma. This is one of the pieces, it's Josh Abrams who records under the name Natural Information Society. Yes, Joshua Abrams. Mm-hmm. Joshua Abrams. Um, so now that, now that it's just you and the guitar, is this closer to the Nakama version or the other you version? It's sort of in between, I think. It's it's a solo version. The, the Nakama version it was really, Josh and I kind of came up with a new arrangement and I would really need him here with the upright bass because it's kind of this deep, real slow groove. Yeah. Um, but it's not exactly the record either because, you know, obviously I'm here solo. So I kind of developed even a third a third way with this one, which, which I kind of enjoy. Yeah. All right. Steve Gunn is here in the studio, and the song is called On the Way. Daylight burns radiant 
visibility is clear Sudden change in the air Shouldn't snow this time of year Flowers in the creatures, they fight the
visibility is clear Sudden change in the air It all should fade out this time of year really lovely on the way a song by steve gunn inarguably a steve gunn song steve but uh visited it seems by the ghost of sid barrett during the instrumental break there <laughs> yes that's, that's... really are you are you a fa- were oh, you yeah, a fan big time yeah. big fan of sid barrett yeah. for sure uh founder of pink floyd um and a guy who you know had a way with unusual sort of chromatic chord progressions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, so uh, we mentioned earlier that that on the album, on Other You, uh, there's this long list of collaborators, one of whom is the harpist Mary Lattimore. Uh, and I'm sure you know William Tyler, mm-hmm. guitarist. Yes. So next month, Mary and William are doing a live film score, silent film score for us. Oh, Actually, wonderful. January 25th, we do an annual silent film live music series at Brookfield Place here in Lower Manhattan. And I understand that you have begun doing kind of improvised live music to, to films. I have, yeah. In what context? I did a project with Stan Brackage, the experimental filmmaker, and I did a soundtrack essentially because his films are silent. Mm-hmm. Acoustic, and I also did uh, a, a, a version, a, a soundtrack to uh, Murnau's Faust, which is one of my favorites. Such an incredible movie. It was also a kind of a long, you know, it's about an hour and a half, I think. So yeah, it was a that's lot a, of work. Yeah, <laughs> but it was super fun. Um, so. I mean, you know, you, you were talking before about, you know, and this is a consistent problem with guitarists. And as a lifelong guitarist, I know this myself that you get into patterns. You know, absolutely. And, and it, you know, a good way to break that pattern is to suddenly be responding in real time to someone else's creative vision. Exactly. Yeah, I mean that's that's a lot a lot of that exper- you know experience artwork, film, different kinds of things other than music are really inspiring to me and pu- getting pushing myself out of my my habitual behaviors even as just in life I think is a very healthy thing to do. Yeah. You know, and and particularly as a guitar player. <laughs> you know, as someone who's took lessons, I didn't I didn't go to music school. You know, I formed my own habits over the years, so it's right. nice to kind of like free myself of them a little bit. Yeah. Well, you've been very prolific over the years, Steve. Um Thank you. but the last the last LP is now well over a year old mm-hmm. and even the yeah. EP is getting close to a year old. And True, yeah. So what's what's happening for you in the new year? What can we look for? Um, I've done some collaborative work. I, I played, I, I made some recordings with my, my friend David Moore, who's a piano player. I think he's been in here before. Yep, uh, records um, as Bing and Ruth. Yeah. yeah leads yeah. that band. Big fan of his music and we connected. Me too. Yeah, we connected and worked on working on a project that I'm excited to share with people soon 
and I also did a, I have been playing with John Trusinski quite a bit, and I played, um, we made a record with our, our other friend, uh, whose name is Bill Nace, who's an experimental guitar player, plays with Kim Gordon quite a bit. Um, right. He's a, on that Andy Warhol's Kiss Yeah, record, he is. Yeah. Yeah. And he, they have a project called Bodyhead, which is great, and uh, so we, we made a record as well, and just been playing a lot. I've been writing new songs and working on different kind of composition stuff and keeping busy in my little studio. So, you know, <laughs> forging ahead. Well, Steve, I am so glad you took time out to uh, to come back and visit us. It's been too long. Yeah. and Thank you uh, for having me. Yeah, great to catch up and great to hear these songs in this uh, solo setting. Thanks so much. Yeah, thank you. We shot video of Steve's performances here today. Our video editor is Eric Weber. Our technical director is Irene Trudell. Our producer's Karen Havlick. I'm John Schaefer. You can watch those videos on the New Sounds YouTube channel or, of course, right here at newsounds.org.